welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started if you haven't heard about anger it's the easiest way to make your podcast let me tell you why first of all it's free you pay no fee whatsoever it's absolutely totally free There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. Welcome everyone to a new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless and in today's episode we're going to be continuing with the Personal Bill of Rights and we have the right number 31 and this is one of my personal favorites honestly like one of the best rights you can ever ever remember and you can have in your mind and you can actually like embrace and cherish and never get bored of which is right number 31 and the right states i have a right to be around a non-abusive environment now saying those words out loud definitely feels really really nice and definitely empowers me and it hopefully empowers you as you're listening um this is something that we, I, have been struggling with. That I feel like I'm, for the longest time, I have always felt like I was obliged to be in an environment which was toxic and emotionally um, consuming. And... For the longest time, I wasn't really able to to remind myself remind myself of the importance of not having to be around in an abusive environment. To literally, like, to literally take myself away from the situation and leave. Like, as soon as my intuition is disturbing me, and as soon as I'm I'm not feeling okay, there's something suspicious going on, or that I'm predicting something wrong might actually happen. 
For the longest time, I haven't been aware that I had this right because of how draining it would be to have to stay and when when you leave you're instantly getting that feeling of like you might be missing out on something when you're actually not when will this happen this would usually happen in family gatherings like whenever my siblings gather around and uh, we're uh, one big happy family um when they're gathering and they're having their laughs and talking together and just enjoying the moment whenever i'm in my room or doing something away from them like i instantly feel like i'm missing out on something good and i should be joining once i join though the shift some sort of a shift happens and doesn't feel Sometimes, though, this doesn't happen that often, but more often than not, let me say almost 70% of the times, like, there's there's some sort of a shift that happens, and it's suddenly just uh, weird. It feels, for me at least personally, I would feel weird and not really comfortable and then the vibe changes sorry and then the vibe changes and there's some sort of like a change of mood and all of a sudden my presence seemed to be alien to them i don't know um Sometimes there would be some comments here and there. Sometimes there would be, like, uh, um, implicit, uh, not so very obvious, embarrassing reminders that... Well, not me in particular, but, like, in general, like, people should be better, people should be behaving better, or... Sometimes you're in the middle of a conversation where there's too much generalization. You can't really figure out who's being addressed at the t- at the moment. Or in different contexts where sometimes, and I remember this happened a lot in high school, in middle school and high school, where all of my classmates were pretty much very very fake and toxic to me and they just couldn't stand me for whatever reason they couldn't stand my presence and like I would be harshly criticized and judged over the smallest things and they would even make me feel like I'm not um, eligible to even do sports, to even practice sports, which is something that I have always loved to do, but because of my assets, I guess, they were too jealous and they couldn't handle it and they made plenty and plenty of comments about it and it just made me feel deeply deeply wounded and insecure (laughs) but then um 
most of the time I'd say I didn't care as much and I would just be angry and of course I would not be quiet and just let it go like the first two times I might be quiet and let it go but then I just keep it like I hold on to it and then the third time the minute that they like start commenting for whatever reason that they choose on me or my features or whatever then I just call them out on that bullshit and then just tell them to quit or just come back at them really with a really attitude with like an attitude like like a boss ass bitch like and I would be loud sometimes because I lash out pretty pretty badly I was gonna say violently and badly at the same time so pretty much badly and my anger was really bad it was something that would overwhelm me and they know that they know that and they're afraid like as soon as I do that they become instantly afraid and And because of that, I think they might have judged my personality for being too much of a stressed out and angry person that they decided not to talk to me as much, which actually really relieved me. But then, like, a lot of times, like, whenever I even say hi, like, after years of not seeing each other, and just so happens that, uh, you know, I just remember this person who studied with me for example and i want to say hi but then what they do is and it's obvious like they try to hide it but it's pretty obvious like the way that they're uh avoiding the conversation when they're leaning back you know their body language basically exposes them so like when they're turning their eyes so fast to the side or they're turning their face away like they want to leave or um, they're taking step backs, steps back, um, when I'm trying to approach and just start a normal conversation, like, (laughs) shit happens, and it's just so weird and uncomfortable to be in that situation, definitely, but that's what you get when you lash out on people, because you're being provoked and pushed over all the time until you finally come to the point where you can't handle it anymore and you have to explode. Then people, quote-unquote, see you for who you really are, but that's not just, that's just not the truth. That is just you, the beast, uh, monstrous you that has manifested itself in this world because of how much, uh, pushed you are to that point you are being basically provoked to go crazy and lash out like that it's a way of sort of telling them to stop sometimes it works but sometimes it backfires unfortunately so and an abusive environment is where you feel those uncomfortable awkward vibes going on and those like stares and those like side comments and those um giggle boxes and those um like whispers and you can just hear and just notice things like you don't really have to pay that much of attention but when you notice it's there it's it's there you know it's just obvious like they can't hide it and 
and that's what happens like or when you're just uninvited like once you see that people are gathering and you like even your siblings when they're gathering and you want to join the conversation just for the sake of joining you know you're curious about what they're talking and maybe you might you think maybe if you share your opinion um maybe they will like validate it because it's important to a certain extent um it feels like they have whispered to each other oh there she comes or like oh here he comes oh wait for the loser to come around oh my god and then they're starting to get bored and you'll notice that they were excited they're pretty much very engaged in the conversation in that group talk but once you join in they're so they're suddenly so quiet and just so passive it's just so weird um that these things happen and that people actually do this stuff or worse worse of all is when somebody does something stressful for you like say for example um a narcissist would tell their victim um could you please like they wouldn't tell could you please obviously um you might as well go ahead and check your role in the other hairdresser and don't follow me around okay because the hairdressers don't like it in here so go ahead you know move along you know get your get your hair done get your makeup done get your stuff done okay go ahead move on bye i'll see you later i'll call you when i'm done or call me when you're done and stuff like that and um and you're there just why are they talking to me that way like what did i do if if i were supposed to go to that specific hairdresser then i'd go but if she sorry if only he or she just could ask in a nicer way like i would definitely you know sorry again uh with i would take it with absolute pleasure and i wouldn't mind but just the way that they come at you is just so freaking or here's this um actually one time there were two similar uh cardigans yeah very very similar blouses i'd say and that we bought them my golden gc sister uh she bought one and i bought one and they were pretty damn similar in size and also in color unfortunately so what had happened i don't know how or why but it seems like one of them went missing and i had mine okay i remember to this day i still have mine and it's perfectly fine like i didn't lose it i didn't waste it i didn't forget it anywhere i just i got you know i brought it home with me and that's it you know it's just i, I have it so what happened was she and good thing my brother was there 
He noticed it. Um, she she just started panicking and asking me, "Where is the blouser? Where's the blouse? Like, what did you do to it?" I was like, "Wait, there are two, right?" And she said, "Well, yeah. Where is mine? Like, where is the other one?" I told her, "I had mine. Like, I clearly had mine. It's totally fine. Like, where is yours?" Well, she told me, like, you should ask yourself that question. Like, I don't know. I'm asking you. And I was like, just take it easy, okay? I'll go look for it if you want. But I don't know where it is. I have mine, and it's in my bag. I don't know where yours is. So if I don't find it, it's not going to be my problem. Literally, what she said afterwards was, you know, at least I keep my clothes. My clothes are better than yours. My clothes are cleaner than yours. At least I don't wear shit twice. And that instant, I was seriously about to drop the plate in my hands and go <laughs> and just go hit her because she was so humiliating like that and she just loved to say that she she liked it apparently so my brother went ahead and as assertive as he was he told her to not do that anymore to tell her more nicely at least tell your sister to more nicely if she could find your blouse, then she would. But just don't tell her stuff like that. It's offensive. Instead of admitting to her mistake, she was like, Oh, but she's she's being too sensitive. Like, why is she being hypersensitive over things? Can't you just take things normally? Like, this is just a joke. Like, she's so sensitive. And I was there in the middle of the whole thing and told her, don't say that to me again. Like, do not say that to me. That hurts. You know what you said just hurt. I'm not a freaking dirty, you know, unclean girl that you know from the streets. I'm your sister, and obviously, I had my blouse. Like I told you, I don't know where yours is at, but I had mine. And if you lost it, it's not gonna be my problem. But then I just said, like, along with that conversation, she kept saying that I'm so way too sensitive and take things way too seriously. And I told her, I am I the one who's taking things too seriously? Aren't you aware of what you're saying? You should be apologizing. Like, you should be admitting your mistakes instead of telling me that I'm sensitive. And so basically, it just... It went and it went off like that, and then it just uh, ended abruptly. Obviously, because we could not resolve the situation afterwards until she came along and told me she was sorry. But like, she repeated so many similar uh, stupid mistakes like that one afterwards. So it seems like her sorry was just a way for her to get away with it. And I knew that, unfortunately. And that is abusive because I got gaslighted right there in front of my own brother. And it just, I couldn't help it. I just told her to stop doing that to me and to just, yeah, so what if I'm too sensitive? Like, just take things, you know, consider people's different points of view of yours instead of just telling me that I'm hypersensitive and blaming me over it. When you clearly 
just lashed out like that and told me something offensive. So anyway, um, and a lot of things, man, like abusive environment can take a lot, a lot of shapes. Even when, for example, in the middle of like an argument and a discussion, it turns into an argument and then it abruptly turns, like, turns off. Like, it just, it abruptly ends. Like, with no closure, with no solution finding, no. Like, there's the silent treatment happens and then the stonewalling. Worst of all, if someone literally leaves the other person talking and then they keep talking and it's just, it's a freaking mess and it's really abusive because then the other person would keep insulting and cursing whatever and whomever they find in their way, unfortunately, and it's really extremely exhausting to be in that situation, especially because, um, like, out of misunderstanding, things can spiral downwards really fast. Like, things can go south so hard in a way that hurts everybody involved, not just the two people arguing. Abusive environments also involve mobbing when a lot of people mob against a person and they will start to attack every single aspect of them and try to expose them and try to blame them for everything altogether and that person has to face each and every one individually. That is very, very abusive, especially if grandchildren are involved as pawns. Like, why would they be even involved? Like, the poor little souls there, just witnessing the whole drama. And the drama, eventually, is how an environment is really abusive. It's the whole fuel. Like, the whole supply and demand, but not just in the business world, but also in, like, toxic relationships where fuel... And supply is given in validation and praise and admiration. If you constantly have to agree with that person over whatever shit they say. And uh, always praise them. Always validate their opinion. Always uh, sticking up to them. Is that appropriate? Always uh, standing by them and just... um, encouraging them and lifting them up the whole time regardless of you okay you don't matter in the scene or when you're angry and you're frustrated and you're trying to explain yourself what happened and this person likes the vibes and they keep on demanding for more fuel out of you and more anger out of you because that obviously fuels them and supplies them with more uh, attention and uh, and nerve burning basically to make you lose your mind make you out of control make you go out of control basically so that is extremely harmful and definitely something that 
consumes you bit by bit and just exhausts you and makes you become someone you don't like. The gradually the version of your yourself basically your your how do we say it? The best version of yourself basically becomes gradually, slowly but surely buried and suppressed. And you become this person who's extremely frustrated with, with everything, um, moody, um, very bad-tempered really quickly, and just hopeless and depressed over the situation of how of how consuming and tiring this toxic relationship is and that you are always, always disappointed because you've always been hoping for some sort of a change to happen, some sort of a, um, some sort of a, an improvement in any way, shape, or form that could happen, but ne- nevertheless, none of that happens. So you're constantly disappointed, you're constantly shocked by what you have to meet every single day or time. You are manipulated, you're being imposed to, um, you're basically being made to feel like a freaking slave, like a robot that this person takes control over and it's totally fine for them. Um... They provoke you and push you around and you have to be the silent punching bag and doormat whenever they call you out on something that probably bothered them it's okay but whenever you call them out on their bullshit it turns into a drama a fueled argument and a fight and uh, whatever else that happens, maybe even physical fight and maybe even um, freaking injuries and whatever. So, yeah. A non abusive environment, on the other hand, is something that fil- fulfills you, something that lifts you up. It's something that really makes you feel productive and you feel like you have genuinely connected with that person. Like a non-abusive environment would be an environment where people communicate in healthy manners. It's okay for them to disagree and move on without hard feelings, work out solutions together and work as team, uh, work as a team. Um, forgive the mistakes but also not doing the same mistakes every time um not manipulating the person into submitting into different uh certain opinions and concerns and points of view um consideration of feelings and and the freedom of expressing those feelings because feelings are neutral um genuine sharing of information and transparency without feeling like uh, this person is always hinting at things and expecting things to be done. No, they're really assertive and they really open about what they're trying to say and what they 
mean and they're trying to understand the people around them and they look to they always look up to other people who have experienced things more than they did but also um they look to they seek uh, different opinions because they're open-minded and they share and they get to trust people who are truly worthy of trust because they are worthy of trust they don't tell um you know they don't share your secrets or maybe even just um they don't let you down like they don't treat you one day like the like the weather is sunny and then the next day they treat you like shit they treat you like trash no um an unabusive environment would be an environment where no enmeshment is involved like no devouring of people is involved and no abandonment also is involved no emotional or physical abandonment is involved there is always communication and spiritual connection going on that is pure that is genuine and that lasts and a non-abusive environment is an environment where people help each other in the thickest and thinnest of times and they stick around each other and they don't scapegoat anyone because of their nature or because of their desires or tendencies or favorite someone else because of their achievements or um, i don't know qualifications or just anything like that an unabusive environment is where you feel extremely productive with the people around you and supported mutually supported of course mutually respected and appreciated and that is where we have the right to be around we have to the right to be around an unabusive environment where we can truly truly grow and evolve and <clears throat> sorry and uh and be better to ourselves and to people around us and an unabusive environment is loving and caring and and empathetic an abusive environment lacks empathy like whenever you're crying or being emotional or sad about something nobody's there to support you or look after you but in a, a non-abusive environment is where is is all the situations that involve people being empathetic with each other and caring for each other and lifting each other up and feeling for each other literally showing the warm side of what being a human means so and that again is where we have the right to be around i mean it's absolutely crucial for even the sanity of one's mind body and soul so 
And I guess, like, an unabusive environment would be a healthy friendship, a healthy romantic relationship, a healthy workplace, and a healthy, um, family. I guess you could say. Right. So, that was my computer, by the way. Never mind it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna finish recording this episode right here. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. And cursed in it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, we all have the right to be around a non-abusive environment. And totally, totally worth sharing and embracing. Alright, let's all remember that we have that right. And I'll see you in the next episode. So, folks, that's a wrap for this episode. And as you can guess, this is my goodbye speech. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I hope you found this episode enlightening to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor FM or any other platform where, where you'll find my podcast available. Like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, Radio Public, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and recently I've added my podcast in TuneIn as well as Red Circle. That's where you'll find my podcast also available. I'd also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee. If you have any topic suggestions, questions, some feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message and I'll take care of that. So to conclude, this was Self Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maram, and I will see you in the next episode.